Actually, the podcast is happening on the west side, and it's Saturday, not Friday, but it's we're not saying, we're just saying. I'm your host, Mr. Holla at your boy, JJ McAlash, across from me here at my place of residence, having a lovely Saturday beverage with me, is uh, Mr. Podcast Poppy himself, Mr. Ian King Kinger. What's going on today, man? Doing good, JJ. How are you? Oh, nice to be back on schedule. Absolutely. So we are back here. Uh, on on the West Said. Uh, it's Saturday, but it feeling like a Friday. Feeling like a Friday. Uh, that's right. Today is uh, Saturday, September twenty eighth, uh, on the uh, day of twenty nineteen, or uh, the year of twenty nineteen, I should say. Um, we got some uh, we got some podcast action for you. Uh, Kinger's gonna get us started off. Uh, Kinger NHL. Uh, some good news to start off with for Winnipeg sports fans. Take us through it. Mr. Patrick Liney. Patrick Patrick. Thank God he Thank signed. I was getting really, really nervous. I mean, uh, I know there's been some stuff said about him, and mm-hmm. you know, Easton might have, or I don't know, has not said some things, but uh, good to see him back in the uh, in the blue and white, yeah. and uh, back ready before the season. I'd hate for him to miss any time. Oh, before, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, would, it would do nobody any good for him missing any time at all. No. Signs, a, signs a two-year contract, average annual value of $6.75 million. Mm. So that's 13.5 over the two years. Um, his cap hit is, again, 6.75. Good deal. Good bridge deal, I think, for both Liney and, uh, and the Jets. Chevy. Way to go, baby. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, man. Those contracts that he gets these guys to sign is like, so team-friendly. I mean, other than the little pro ones, which look questionable right now. Yeah. But the the Shifley contract, Morrissey, and now this. Because mm-hmm. even after the two years, he's still got two years of R, of RFA rights. So they can sign him to a long term after this. So I love well, it. And you know what? I love it. As hot as he was early on, uh, last year, you know, kind of cooled down. It was an off year. Yeah, off year. But the kid's so, 20 years old. And that's what I'm saying. So, you know, not saying, just saying. Mm-hmm. It's time for him to, you know, earn that contract, earn that money. And then at that time, I think we're everybody in you know in the Jets organization and everybody outside of us, you know, Winnipeg sports fans won't mind paying them when it's time. Oh to God, pay. no! So if he puts up fifty consistently, yeah, show me the money. Yeah, Jer- Jerry Maguire cameo. <laughs> Already made one on this podcast. Won't put that clip again. So, but it's a it's a banger. So uh, unfortunate. So yes for Patrick, no for Kyle. So far. not yet. I expect it by the end of the weekend. You think end of the weekend, mm-hmm. not even week? Nope, end of the weekend. Like, so, I expect like, him to be in camp or with the team by at least Tuesday. So you think tomorrow we're going to get notification think saying so. he's good to go? I think so. I, I Man, I, I hope you're right on mm-hmm. that. I'm, I'm thinking it's uh, going to be about a six-year contract. 6.5 to 7 would be my guess. So matching in terms of dollars with mm-hmm. Patrick, but mm-hmm. longer term Correct, yeah. for Kyle. Yeah. Hmm. He, right. He's come up and said he wants a long term. Yep. Um, and that just seems right in the wheelhouse for his term as a, a dollars was like worth. So. He wants to, again, mm-hmm. more, more boys want to stay here long term. Mm-hmm. That's what we need because mm-hmm. as much as these guys are welcomed back, I'm still confused about what the season's going to look like. Yeah, I'm very worried, especially with uh, Mr. 33 nowhere to be found. Speaking of a little bit more negative news, yeah. um, now Kyle promising, you know, could be signed by Kinger says end of the weekend. I 
Can't wait. Can't wait for that to come true so I can text <laughs> and be like, you dog. Uh, but Buff, not coming back and actually gets fined as well. Uh, he got suspended. suspended. Just, okay. Well, that's kind of just the routine. I mean, because his cap, it, his cap doesn't count against their... Procedural. Uh, yeah, exactly. So his salary won't stand against the cap. Um, so you technically refused to report, right? So, yeah. I mean, they're giving him his time and space, but uh, on last episode, I said I'd heard two different things, and this is one of the things I heard is he wasn't... Uh, what I hear is he's not... Hockey's not a lot of fun for him right now. That's what I hear. Well, you know... That's... I mean, with the, the two ankle injuries he had last year, uh, concussion... Mm-hmm. Guy's 34. Got a ring. Got a ring, yeah. He's already made a shit ton of money. Yeah. And this is a guy that's probably happier sitting on a boat with a fishing pole and a case of beer, to be perfectly honest. But, well, uh, you know, I've quoted him many, many times, but now that Pat McAfee has a show every day, I seem to quote it more and more. But mm-hmm. he said with Cam Newton, it's tough to get motivated when you're rich. And it's tough to yeah. get motivated to get hit by somebody that's 6'5", 350, runs a 4'3", you know, it, it's just tough to motivate yourself mm-hmm. to do that. Same context, a little bit different story for Buff, but, yeah. you know, all those things added up. I just saw my 29-year-old favorite franchise quarterback retire for all of those reasons. Yeah. So somebody that's 34 and playing for a, unfortunately, as I hate to say, team not on the up-and-coming, but in kind of... Kind of in limbo. Yeah. So, and uh, even worse without him, we'll put it that way. Exactly. So yeah. it's it's tough. It's tough for me to see as a Jets fan. I mean, uh, I I know everybody in this city loves Buff. I, oh. It's hard to find somebody that doesn't. So, he's, he's my favorite player. Going back to my when I was a fan of the Blackhawks. There you are. And then when once the the Thrashers came to Winnipeg, and I knew Buff was on the team. First jersey I got, blue thirty three. And you know what? Probably one of the safer purchases too, because mm-hmm. he's been here since they've been here. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, we'll cross our fingers, but um, correct. Fingers crossed, indeed, man. And it just seems like the other day we were wrapping up NHL talks, and now we are what two weeks away from uh, season opening? Maybe? Wednesday. Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. Jesus, Wednesday. That was so right. You just yeah. did your hockey draft, right? Yeah, did the hockey draft last night. How'd that go? Where'd you pick? Did you pick? I picked fourth. Are you in a? Is it? Is that it's a. It's no. Nope, this is just a regular pool draft, snake Ooh. draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked four to ten, and I uh, got Crosby. <laughs> And then I picked Wheeler on uh, on the way back down. Okay. So, I'm pretty happy with my team. There you go. But uh, anything I, uh, can happen in, the, in this crazy sports world. So, Anytime I happen to do a uh, NHL pool draft like that, I just go off because I know nothing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I ended up with good teams both years and won money both times. So. Okay for you. Yep. But uh, NFL, different story. So, <laughs> That's uh, that's later in the show where you can uh, hear me vent about my fantasy troubles. Um, sticking with NHL uh, and with the season starting on Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, what are you thinking for some uh, predictions here? If we had to, uh, you want to pick the division winners of the I of the would year? say division winners. Um, I just found out today that there's only four divisions in the NHL. Um, they are large, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about those. So. Um, starting in the uh, let's you know start in the east, finish with the west, just because yeah. you know we have some more interest in the in the west. Correct. Uh, uh, the Atlantic Division. Uh, what do you see going on there? What are your predictions? Uh, my top three is going to be Tampa, of course. Uh, uh, it's kind of hard not to after, yeah. and you know they're going to be extra pissed about last uh, year. A little, little bit, a uh, little bit more extra motivation after last year's early exit. Uh, even though it pains me to say it, I think the Leafs are number two. 
I mean, with that roster, they better. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's watching and listening to the TSN, and everybody's so high on Tyson Berry. I guess he's had a good preseason because the guy can skate, and he's good in the, on power play. They haven't seen him in his defensive zone. He's another Jake Garner. They they didn't stay up late to watch those West Coast games when he's playing in Colorado. He's a nightmare on his own end. Like, it it just it, I find it funny that they're all super high. Then well, they're always, give it two weeks and they're going to turn it on like they turned on Gardner. They're always going to be high on. Oh, yeah. that's, that's he, like, he probably is has more of an offensive power than Gardner does, but he's just as bad in his own end. Defenders need to be good at defending. Um, that's kind of in the, the name of the, the job, isn't oh, it? wow. Yeah. I know more about hockey than I think. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Leafs, uh, Tampa Leafs, 1-2. Um, might surprise some people here, but I think Florida's number three. Well, you were telling me, so, joke you going there. Big, mm-hmm. big coaching name. That's a huge, huge addition for them. Exactly. Lots yeah. of Stanley Cup experience there. Uh, yes. And then they also got Bobrovsky. Sergey Bobrovsky. Jeez. And they got a good young team. Like and, uh, Barkov, and, Jonathan Huberto. Did he not win Vesna? Uh, Barkov? No, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky? Uh, nope. Um, oh, the Tampa Vas- Vasilevsky. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Tampa. He was, I think Bobrovsky was a finalist. Yeah. No, but, that's uh, what. But huge yeah. signing. I mean, yeah. I think everybody left Columbus as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So. Columbus is like a ghost town of that old roster right now. Ouch. Ohio. Uh, and then I think... Boston, Montreal will be fighting it out for one of the wild cards in the East. Mm-hmm. Well, I was saying this earlier, like, Boston just always seems to hang around. They always seem to like, be there, but they're just getting old. They're getting old. Char is 42 going on 70. Like, <laughs> uh, Bergeron's not not exactly the yeah, youngest not, chap around. David Backus. Yeah. Pasternak and Marchand are still great players, but I don't know. I, I just think their time's up. Maybe, maybe they have one more run in them. I don't know. But maybe. I just don't have a lot of confidence. And then, you know, uh, Red Wings, Sabres. And oh, all oh, those Ottawa Senators. <laughs> and oh, Ottawa. Wow. It's funny, uh, actually, I took two Senators in my draft. Yeah. Late rounds, because, well, somebody's got to score. Somebody's got to score. So I took Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat with my last pick. Hmm. So, somebody's got to score, right? I know one of those guys. There you go. Don't, don't the other one. <laughs> uh, so, so that's it, yeah. That's my predictions for Atlantic. What, what's your thoughts? Well, I... Uh, obviously, you can't write off the Lightning. I mean, after last year and then losing in the playoffs in such said fashion. Coming back with a chip on their shoulder, I'd say. And that team with a chip on their shoulder was scary without one. Look out. So, look out indeed. Um, I know the Red Wings have been relevant for a long time. Not so much lately. No. Uh, Bruins, like I said, I just always believe that they hang around. And, and you know what? I believe that with every sport, basically, with Boston. Baseball, basketball obviously football mm-hmm. um but they just always seem to be good in whatever sport they're partaking at that said time uh ottawa i know is not going to do anything i definitely i'm I, you didn't even mention montreal what's going on with montreal well i said them in boston will be fighting for the for the wild card oh, okay. i think they, they just missed out in the playoffs last year they haven't made any huge additions but their young guys will take another, another step you think i don't care about toronto i definitely don't care about montreal so yeah um yeah, uh, let me uh, let me let me start us off with the Metro Division, uh, Metropolitan Division. What a what a name. Uh, when I look there, I think obviously Capitals. Uh, yeah. Capitals seems like the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of obvious choices, that actually might not be one this year. Is like the Penguins seem to be like a wild card bubble team for me. They are for sure. Yeah, and they're not in my top three. I mean Islanders, they they're... flexed in the playoffs late last year, mm-hmm. so they you know they caught my eye. Um, uh, good for them. Barry Trotz, another 
Barry. Coach, coach that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Manitoba boy. Hey. Dolphin. Dolphin. Hurricanes, um, again, I know they made a nice playoff run last year, but yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Blue Jackets, probably going to finish last. Uh, who is there? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Uh, Brandon Dubinsky. Oh, gr- great job. Torts uh, is still there, if that makes any difference. I do like some Johnny Torts. <laughs> so, um, the Devils get PK. They got... Didn't they get Jack Hughes, else? number one overall, number That's one pick. That's right. I was going to say. So they're my number three team, actually. Wow, okay. Yeah. And then... So they, wow. still have, they still have Taylor Hall. Nico Heischer is a year wiser. So. I don't really want good things for the Rangers. Mostly Jacob Trouber related. But, I mean, they can, again, be there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Hopefully he gets taken out by a street sweeper or something in, in Manhattan. Here's Bufflin when you need him. Damn it. <laughs> um, and I'm actually not too sure about the Flyers. Yeah, the... Again, they haven't. They didn't really add. They added Kevin Hayes because he was so good for us in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Sarcastic font. Sarcastic. Um, they'll, they'll they'll fight for a wild card. They have enough talent on that team. There's, just their goaltending is always questionable. So. So then you agree with me that the Capitals seem to be like Capitals are number one, no question. Islanders, and then my opinion, Devils, Penguins will be there. What position does Jack Hughes play? Center. Oh. I think. Well, out of so out of US, he was a forward. He was a center. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they may slide him to the wing. I don't know. But I may. I more so wanted to know if he was defense. No, like he's a center. Or, uh, winger or center. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, watch out. Um. Okay. That since there's only two divisions in each conference, <laughs> which still blows my mind. Uh, who's a Who's your conference finalists in the in ooh, the East? So conference finalists. So. It has to be one from each division, right? Because that's well. Technically, there could be a team from a wild card that could go through the other team's division, right? Um, well, off the bat, like I said, Capitals from the the Metro, and obvious. I just think that the Lightning don't let this window close. I agree. That, um, that, that's my one too, for sure. Like I just teams teams only have certain years and certain windows to make things happen, uh-huh. and if they don't, it's already too late, and that Tampa Bay Lightning window is currently open, and it's here, and they need they know it. Seems like it's been open for a couple of years now. Well, though. but it's definitely not meant to get swept in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I can tell you that. So they're ready. I think they're going to not surprise anybody because this is, would be no surprise if they did it. Um, but from the Metro, um, you know, injuries aside, um, Capitals seem like the pick for me. Yeah, that's, that's mine as well. Not very exciting on that one, folks. But. Oh, some obvious choices there. Uh, before we jump into our biased division, yeah, uh, let's go with the Pacific. Pacific, first. Uh, Kinger, take us uh, take us off with the Pacific. Uh, I think the the Vegas Golden Knights are still the team to beat in that division. How can they not be? As it pains me to say it, um, they, they're just, their forward group is just too strong, and Mark Andre Fleury, Fleury doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. Uh, and I'd go Flames number two. I mean, they haven't they didn't really gain anybody. I mean, they swapped Talbot with Smith, or sorry, Smith for Talbot. Um, and then they swap Neil for Lucic. I don't know what that really gains you, but they're still they're still a good team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny Goudreau, Sean Monahan, Matthew Kachuk, who is a, a recent RFA signing. Yeah, they're number two. Number three, I think it's a battle between the Oilers and the Sharks. To be honest, I think the Oilers are going to be a, be- a better team this year. Well, they do have the best player. In yeah, the I mean, you, you can't. You can't just write. They got to figure it out eventually, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I don't want so. I don't want them to, but they, they think they just have to. <laughs> But I, mean, I, I said I'd pick them for three, but I could easily see them finishing seventh or eighth in that division. They just find it's just a way it's just the Oilers. I mean, 
And then, yeah, I mean, the Ducks, Knights, uh, or not Knights, uh, Canucks and Kings, they're bringing up the rear in that division. So Okay, okay. Canucks will be better, the, but they're still they're better. still not going to be in the top three. There's no way. Which I also enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas would definitely be my number one. Mm-hmm. Just the way that their team looks every single season. They're I'm so nervous. fast. I'm nervous to play them every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like they just put up four-plus goals mm-hmm. a lot. And with Fleury in that, that's going to win you a lot of games. Mm-hmm. My uh, my number two is going to be the Oilers. Um, I think okay. that, speaking of windows and opportunities, uh, Dreisaitl, McDavid, and and Co., as I will call them. Uh, it's technically McDavid and Co., but I like mm-hmm. Dreisaitl a oh, lot. Dreisaitl's a good player. Yeah, they need, they need to figure it out, and they need to figure it out fast. And as much as they could be, like I said, the number two team, they could definitely be the number seven or eight team. Mm-hmm. So hoping for a healthy year for McDavid and uh, you know um, Drysaddle got a hold of his own as well. He's got a big contract over there. We got 100 points, over 100 points last year. Yep. He was third in the league in scoring. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but I am confused about the James Neal Luch swap, um, and I am confused about the Talbot Smith swap. Yeah, I it guess just, it's, doesn't make the, any sense. What's the point? Like, is what was like? Is it just to change things up? Like, I don't know. I mean, I bet you all four of those guys like the move. Like and I, I mean move change I mean, scenery, like just, sure. Like this, the actual physical move itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if it works out. Yeah, it, again, confused. Um, Flames number three for me though. Uh, I again, I think they have a balanced team. I'm just goaltending is their is their question mark. Yeah, so David Riddick is he's a question mark, and again, it's Talbot. So I don't. <laughs> so Sharks number four for me. They always seem to. They lost know, Pavelski though. Yeah, so which is big, which is why I don't have them at you know two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely know they're going to be better than the Kings and the <laughs> the Canucks and the Ducks. Coyotes would probably be my number five. Yeah, they're, just, they're a young up and coming team. I don't I, think they're ready yet. I, but I, but that's the thing is you know you surge at the right time, you go on a nice streak at the right time, mm-hmm. can raise you in the standings when things might not be happening. Phil others. Kessel could be the uh, difference maker. Oh, Philly, <laughs> Phil, filthy Phil, <laughs> what's up? So uh, that would uh, that would really be it for the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, Central, obviously, I would like a certain team to do very well. I'm uh, a little bit torn right now on how I think said team is going to do. Um, I have a feeling some teams might be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Let's hear what uh, the our hockey analyst specialist, Mr. <laughs> Podcast Poppy, has to say. As much as it pains me to say it, I think Nashville is still the team to beat. All right. I mean... They got rid of Subban, but they had so much depth on that defense, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. And then they added Duchesne, which they were they were really missing at number one center. Ryan Johansson's good, but he's not on Duchesne's level. Uh, I think the Stars adding Pavelski's huge. They got some young guys that are going to take them another step. Ben Bishop seems to have found himself a nice home there. And then, I mean, the Blues, I'm torn on them because they're, just, they're the defending champions. you got to give them some respect. But they also but they could also they, they could also, also miss the playoffs in, this right? year. It's very simple that they can. Well, they didn't sneak in. They they were third in the in the division. Oh, okay. They they were last at. at uh, but that's they met Christmas. on some streak, right? Like oh, it was were, incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. So, but like they're the defending champs, so I'll put them at three. But I could very really easily easily see them missing the playoffs too. Hmm. I could see it. I mean, they did they did get Justin Folk. Excuse me. So that'll that that defense is pretty damn stacked on the right side, but again. We'll see what happens. We'll see. And uh, I think the Jets and uh, Colorado. Sorry. 
That's why I have a three. My apologies. Yes. Forgot about those avalanche. And then, yeah, Jets, Blues, and Blackhawks will be fighting for a wild card, in my opinion. Unless they have good old Jets pull a rabbit out of their ass and somehow get in that top three. Who knows? That's why they play the games, right? That's why you play the games. So we need some players to show up for said games. Dustin, we miss you, but... uh, Send out a duck call. Yeah. But that'll get him back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And there's a 90s reference for you. Um, So... My my opinion definitely was having the Predators at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Avalanche at number two, Stars at three, Jets at four. Um, mm-hmm. That's now also at the same time, I don't want to disrespect the St. Louis Blues. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that they could definitely be at that four or three. But again, they were like last place until Christmas. And then they decided to turn it on. And it's is def- Bennington for real? That's the question. And he had a good good playoff and a good second half of the season, but can he do it consistently over? Well, goalies don't play eighty two games, but well, sixty games. I was gonna say sixty. Yeah, like which is still a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I actually don't wish the best for them, but uh, good luck. Good luck. For them. I don't. Um, <laughs> Wild definitely, I have in last place. Oh yeah, they're gonna bring up the rear. Um, and Blackhawks, I was never really crazy about. Um, I know they were good for a while, and you know. You still got, they got some young guys coming now. Debrinkit's hell of a player. Dylan Strom seems to have revitalized his career, moving on from uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And you still got Patty Kane and Jonathan Taves. I mean, which he can't write those guys no. off. Yeah. So, man, those, to think that those guys are like veterans now, like yeah, veterans. We're getting old, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's crazy. So all right, uh, conference finals for that, conference. for the West. Say it well. I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna. Uh, well, Vegas gotta go Vegas because they're. I I just don't see anybody not. Mm-hmm. It's got to be them. Like if you know, playing captain, hypothetical, theoretical, nobody gets injured. It's got to be them. So uh, from the central, do I want to take the homer? Of course I do. <laughs> do I want it to happen? Of course I do. So please forgive me when I say that it's got to. It would probably be Nashville. So Nashville, Vegas would make me throw up. But yeah, I probably wouldn't watch it if that was the case. Yeah. So I'm going to go off the board. I'm going to go Colorado, Vegas. Oh, okay. So that would make you watch it if it was Colorado. Colorado. I like Nathan McKinnon. Okay. I mean, I don't cheer for them because they're in our division. Yes. But I, I would probably cheer for them in that in that series if it ever happened. Nash or uh, Colorado, Vegas. Fair enough. So. <laughs> I mean, oh. it, may, it may be easier to dislike Nashville or not, or not hate Nashville as much this year because Mr. PK is gone. Not a big PK guy? I'm not a big PK guy. I know he does a lot in the charitable, charitable world, but uh, he's uh, such an asshole on the ice. So a lot of people. <laughs> so, but no, I, I still, I took, I was, it pained me to take a Nashville player in my draft last night, but he's just sitting there, Victor Arvidsson, I'm like, it's like the ninth round. I'm just like, okay, if he's going to sit there for this long. Okay. I'll take him. He'll get you 60 points. <laughs> That's wow. not bad in the ninth round. So, Not bad at mm-hmm. all. Is that? That just about does it. Oh, okay. Stanley Cup prediction. So, Stanley Cup prediction, I think Vegas Tampa. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I just, if, I, if those are my picks and yeah. I have those, I'm, I might as well just go all in with what yeah. I think is going to win. And I, I, would, I would just say Tampa would win that series. They're just too loaded. I mean, unless... It somehow gets in their head in the last year, that early playoff exit. So it's a, a demon, but yeah, who knows? 
Who knows? That's again. That's why they play the games. And that's why we're here making predictions when we have no credibility whatsoever. <laughs> so speak for yourself, man. <laughs> when Buff signs later, we'll see who doesn't have credibility. Hey, it was Connor that signed. I didn't say anything about Buff. Oh, coming right, back. right. Sorry. Yes. No, you did. That's my bad. I, that's my hopes and dreams. Is Buff comes back? Okay. Oh, we're all dreaming. That's what I want and hoping. But. So, um, before we switch gears to football, um, Ox. Postseason baseball, it's almost here. Got some award races happening right now. Um, you know, New York Times officially released who they think is going to be um, going to be in winning those awards. Um, couple teams already clinched a division. Four teams, first time ever in MLB history with hundred plus wins. You're that, welcome for that stat. Yeah, and uh, I was gonna say I uh, definitely stole that one from Mr. Kinger, um, but uh, that is uh, that's I that's crazy i mean i actually think that that would have happened more you would think because so. like 162 games mm-hmm. like i'm losing 60 definitely makes sense but you reading yeah. this like okay more i definitely thought more than four teams would have been there already is there a possibility with the games left that more could we they could be over four uh that is possible um no no sorry because there's only three games left or two games left and uh, the Braves are the closest they could get. They could get to ninety nine if they win their last two. Mm. So tough. Yeah. So yeah, in the AL, we got uh, Astros. They've got a two game lead. Two days to go. I think I'll, I'll give them the home field for uh, in the American League. You know what that means? It means Another Yankees Twins series. It means that well, guess we're gonna have to watch some postseason baseball together. This never works out well for me with the Twins and Yankees. You're... Every time the Twins make the playoffs, what do you play? Oh, Bronx Bombers. Like, come on. Oh, you mean the team that just uh, second team ever to hit over three hundred home hey, runs in a season? The Twins can go long ball too, man. Yeah, they can. It's uh, interesting always, but postseason baseball is. I, I'm actually excited to watch it. Yeah. It's gonna what drives me nuts, though, is they... It's almost all afternoon games during the week when they're in the first round. <laughs> like, Wednesday afternoon at noon. Yeah, let's have a... Let's, let's have a playoff baseball game. And make sure to take work off. Like... No. <laughs> I'm not taking bit work off to watch baseball. I'm sorry. No, but. definitely not. And, you know, play 162 games, and then what is it, like a three-game series for the first one? or uh, It's a five-game series. Five-game. But the wild card is one game playing. You can at least have that three. Yeah. And then the rest seven. 162 games. Yeah. And the games that matter the most? Nah. Nah. Get those done quickly, okay? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that part confuses me, too. It doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. Yeah, and so in the wild card, it's going to be Tampa, Oakland, that's settled. It just matter who uh, who gets home field. Because they're, they're both 96 and 64 right now. Hmm. Yeah. And into the NL, Dodgers, well, they've locked up home home field for the playoffs or the so until the World Series for that division? well I mean they, they won the division a while ago but like the Braves could have gotten home field throughout the playoffs oh, is what I'm saying yeah yeah but uh so they, they'll they play the winner of the wild card between Washington and Milwaukee you know, Washington's gonna have home field in that one and then uh Braves Cardinals uh Braves are gonna have home field so I have a soft spot soft spot for the Braves so Josh much. Donaldson not only that, so much time on TBS. 
watching as a kid. That's true. Like, <laughs> it, was owned, like, it was in Georgia. TS was based out of Atlanta. Yeah, well, Turner Sports. Yeah, exactly. Turner Entertainment owned it, right? So. Yeah, so like, I watched so much Braves baseball because it was just on TBS. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, but the old man's a big Braves fan, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. How about that, Mr. King? Well, uh, good luck to your Braves. Um, only because I know you're listening, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, you might not remember our name of our podcast, but we uh, we appreciate you listening anyway. <laughs> uh, we were, I was uh, at uh, I was at uh, the King residence on Sunday watching football and um, talking talk podcast with uh, Mr. King. <laughs> it's a inside joke. Hope he uh, hope it's all good. <laughs> uh, um, award races before uh, so there's. Uh, well, the NL and the AL. Um, New York Times thinks that uh, Cody Bellinger for the NL is going to win MVP. I think that's a pretty safe bet. He's been pretty much leading hitting categories all year. So, um, yeah, yeah, he's that does not shock me. He's not top five in batting average, though. He was for a while. Yeah, he's not. He's third in home runs. And he's not even top five in RBIs. Must be, uh, must be Dodger... Record related, possibly. But I don't know. then that he's, ha- he's a hell of a player. He's, he's a good defensive oh, player oh, too. So oh. that probably brings it into it. It's not just mm-hmm. uh, batting. But, but then uh, and record related, you know, AL MVP. They think Xander Bogarts and the Red Sox are not gonna make the. Playoffs. Yeah, that one. That one confuses me a little bit. But I don't know who else. I guess would be there. But uh, you could argue no, because all everybody on the Yankees has been hurt. Houston, Houston does it by committee. So does the Twins. Yep. Yeah. All right. Xander Bogarts, I guess he's had the strongest season, but we will to see. me, MVP or team needs, needs to be in the playoffs to win. That's just my opinion, but... Yep. Oh. No, and I, I definitely agree. Like, And that's why I think Mike Trout's not in the conversation. Like, they, They're not even going to finish... He's in the conversation every year, though, even though they don't make the uh, 70, don't make the playoffs. They're 72 and 88 right now or something like that. Like, that's, that's bad. <laughs> With him, I don't know how you mess up that bad. They don't have anybody around him. It's, it's the ultimate team sport. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. You can argue football, but I think baseball is the ultimate team sport. you got to have good pitching. you got to uh-huh. have good defense. Not just starting pitching. You need, you you need, need leaders. Yeah. Closers. Relievers. And, like, Trout's an outfielder, too. Yeah. So if his middle is, infield is shit, yeah. there's nothing he can do. And doesn't he... Doesn't he play like right field? He plays right field. Well, he, he plays a little bit of center, but he's mostly in right field. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. But... The most boring outfield spot. Right field. <laughs> oh. That's usually where they stick me when I'm not pitching. And then, Cy, <laughs> and then Cy Young, Justin Verlander. I mean, they could give it to Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole, both on the Astros. Yeah, they can just split that one. I really think they do. <laughs> Like, I know that's not a very common thing, but they're both leading every category, and they, they're within stats of each other. Yeah, I mean, Verlander's had more innings pitched. He has one more win than Cole. But Garrett Cole has 316 strikeouts, Verlander 288. Jesus. And his ERA is, well, it's, it's close, but it's better, 2.52 to 2.53. They gotta share it. Yeah. Hey, Jason... I guess the, the Verlander's a bigger name, I guess, but... I mean, sure, but Garrett Cole is Texas Southpaw boy. Yeah. Like, playing in Houston. 
Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. He's the, he's the bigger name, and that's just media that votes, right? Yeah, I guess so, but I would definitely split that. I mean, they're on the same freaking team, dominating one and two in every stat category. So, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm happy the Twins and the Yankees don't have to meet them in the first round. I mean, if they want to get past, you're going to have to beat the best, but yep. it'd be a little bit demoralizing to go 3-0 and in the playoffs. <laughs> bye-bye. Yeah, and bye. <laughs> Uh, just knowing you played mm-hmm. one and two. It's like, okay, great. Yeah. Well, all that hard work. Um, I will say, I mean, I don't know much about the rookies of the year, but Pete Alonso did tie my, uh, Mark McGuire, I think, last night or Friday. Uh, or, sorry, last night or Thursday with most home runs by a rookie at 52. Well, he's got to be on the Jews, right? <laughs> or are we past that now? Uh, I mean, no. A, a, the, he brought, <laughs> I mean, it's still funny. Um <laughs> Have you seen uh, have you have you seen the Bash Brothers thing on Netflix yet about Mark McGuire? No, I've been meaning to watch it. It's but... freaking hilarious. Uh, they just roast Jose <laughs> and Mark McGuire. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, but yeah, fifty-two homers. Uh, he's got two more games to break it. Um, They'll probably do it. I mean, I'd like to see him do it, but I'd also laugh hysterically if he just got intentionally walked every single time, so nobody could break it. Well, they're playing the Braves. Oh, well, and the Braves want those wins, so... No, they don't need to. They're walking them every time. That they don't need hilarious. to win. Hilarious. I, that Division is... rival, not against us. Yeah. No, no, you don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Congratulations for tying that, Pete. But uh, here, eat this ground ball. <laughs> just plunk them every time. Exactly. Just <laughs> throw it behind his back every single time. No, they wouldn't be doing that, because then you get your pitchers, pitchers suspended for, uh, for playoffs. Yeah, no, uh, true. True, true, true. Now is it? Uh, oh, is it CFL time? Do we have to? Uh, we have to, and I don't want to, and I know you don't want to. Um, Blue bombers. Did you Did you go to the game last night? Or? Uh, I was about to uh-huh. until Abby, thank God, pulled the plug and said, "You know what? I think I just we need to stay home tonight and not watch it on TV." And yeah, yes. You know what? I was happy about it. I was. I'm gassed. Like you said, we're getting old, so. <laughs> I mean, I was happy to stay at home. Man, why do the Blue Bummers always have to come back out? Not the, and yes, you heard me right, folks, the Bummers. Why? Like, the last week's game made me, like, I fell asleep when it was 30, what was it, 37 to 10? Or 37 17? Something like that. Yeah, I fell asleep, and I was like, nah, it's in the bag, it's all right. I wake up, Abby was, Abby was apparently screaming at the television, and I was still dead ass asleep, <laughs> and I wake up to find the final score on my phone, and 38, I was thirty seven. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was tough to watch. Uh, I'm glad I didn't watch it. I mean, uh, but I watched a painful one last night. Mm-hmm. What's going on with him? That defense, man. I mean, we were doing the draft last night. The, the game was on in the background, so I didn't see a lot of it. But it seemed every time I looked over, it would be second and long. You know, second and 10, second and 12. So obviously they're getting good first down uh, production from the defense. But then I see the defensive backs playing 15 yards off the receiver. You do that against Brandon Banks, whoop, throw it five yards, he's going to run through you. I saw that at least three times in the first half. I also saw the DBs getting beaten on deep balls. That defense Well, is... that Brandon Banks touchdown was not that nice. No, no. Um, I mean, the kind of got it together in the second half. I think that's more Hamilton 
try not to lose the game playing a little bit more conservative, right? And, well, I mean, I like Strevler. Yep. But that interception on that uh, screen pass, see that attempt. Oh, right after Biggie gets a, yeah, just right when Biggie got the interception. Like, yeah, here we go. Here's yep. the momentum changer. First play. There you go. He yep. runs it all the way back to the 11 or something. He made a good play to make the tackle, save a touchdown. I mean, it didn't matter. They still scored. Mm-hmm. But just when you can't see your running back, throw it at, at, at somebody's feet. At the feet, man. Like, and that's the thing is, like, you're trying to make a play, and I get that. And I get, but it was first down. Oh, we were only down, we're, I think we were down 14, or were we down 10 at that time? Uh, I think we were down 14. I was going to say, I but think there was, 14. It was, there was the end of the third, late third quarter, if not early fourth quarter. Which means lots of time. Tons left. of time. And then just, yeah. Imagine getting outplayed by Dane Evans. 350 yards passing what in the, the first half. fuck is that? In the first half. I didn't see his final stat line. I'll pull it up here. Like, like, that's embarrassing. Like, Masoli, okay, fine. He's a baller. Who the hell is this? Okay, that can't be correct. It says, it says 359 total, so that, that can't be right. So, so definitely not 350 <laughs> at half, but... No, I'm saying I think the score's got it incorrect there. Oh, okay. Because I, I was listening to the driving home after the hockey draft, listening to the halftime show, and Bob Bourbon said, yeah, 350. In the first half, did they have three fifty of offense total? Offense? Maybe, maybe I could be mistaken here, but maybe maybe it was three hundred. He only threw for sixty in the second half because hmm. the defense did turn it on. I'll give them the credit again. That's they were down so much. Well, yeah. they're only they're only down fourteen, and in the CFL, that's not that's not a huge amount. But anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. No. There's too many passing yards in a half. We'll put yeah. it that way. Yeah, and again, I think, I think it was three hundred. My my mistake. And again, but, who the hell is Dane Evans? He's been fine. He's been just fine, so... How about that? Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, I uh, just brought up Masoli, obviously uh, done for the year really early on. Uh, we now find out that Matt Nichols, uh, they tried to prolong surgery as long as possible, mm-hmm. went through it, it's successful, which is obviously good news. Mm-hmm. He uh, won't be back this year. Is he, uh, but will he even be back next year? How old is he? He's on the wrong side of 30, isn't he? I am pretty confident, yes. I might be mistaken. But, and it is his throwing. His throwing load. I mean, you, you look what's happening to Cam Newton right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's 32. 32. I mean, modern medicine, sure, but you see you see this happen over and over again of quarterbacks and their throwing arm that get on the wrong side of 30. Their body doesn't heal. Well, Drew Tate, like... Look, yeah, yeah. Like, could bomb it. Mm-hmm. And, and Nichols didn't have the strongest arm to begin with. Unfortunately. So, um... <laughs> right? What's this? What, what's that? Uh, what's the panic button? Are uh, we hitting that yeah, yet? Hitting the, or, yeah, so Bomber fans, are we hitting the panic button here? Because... I'll, I'll wait till after next week. I know it's in Saskatchewan, but yeah. I, the way that we absolutely dominated them in the Banjo Bowl makes me think that we're a much better team than they are. But at the same time... The week before us, they squeaked one out. Exactly. They, like, that's still, I still think we're the better team. I agree. I so mean, we'll if if, if the result uh, next week is the same as last night, yes, I'm hitting the panic button. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. They just with Strivler, you can't get down that many points because no. he's not a guy that's going to bring you back. He's going to unfortunately panic and throw some interceptions, right? Well. So the defense needs to be 100% better than they were in the first half last night. And you really don't think the test is going to come against Calgary when we have to play against Bo? Like, that's where I think... Oh, well, real, I mean... That, that's where I think the real test is going to be. 
Well, I'm just I'm just thinking I'm trying to keep home field here. Oh, yeah, there you go. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, we've already clinched a playoff spot. That's fine. But it could be a crossover. It could like, be. Yeah. So. Low-key, I might even hope it is. No, because I'm going to play Hamilton. Oh, right. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a scout. Uh, no, we'd probably end up finishing third. I don't think we're going to. I don't think Edmonton can catch us because Calgary's 9-4, and four, Bombers 9-5. and five. Saskatchewan eight and four. They're playing Toronto today. No Trevor though. Isn't Harris done for a while? Since Saskatchewan's playing no. Toronto. Oh. oh, sorry. So they'll win that. They'll catch us. And uh pass us and be nine and four. Edmonton's six and seven. But we've no Harris, so yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll they'll catch us, but then we'd have to go on the Yeah, we'd have to go on the road into Saskatchewan if we lose home field. I mean it worked out last year, but it's not a place I like them playing. No, no, not at all. No, been around, uh, been around a while to know that that's not <laughs> our favorite place to play. That's where bomber teams go to die in them. Uh, I mean, again, I know they won last year in the playoffs, but that's because they didn't have quarterback, and they appear to have a quarterback this year. So, yeah. remember, I think when we first started this, we were laughing at the uh, the Riders. We thought they were going to be like three and thirteen, or uh, the, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take that one on the chin, guys. Not, yeah, no, that's we, a uh, poor prediction. <laughs> not only that, I mean, that's just our bias. We freaking hate them. Okay, <laughs> we hate them. We wish nothing but bad things for them. But you know what? The one thing I will always say, and is it's like their fan base is incredible. Like that, you just you're always gonna you're always gonna find them. Like you can find them in an NHL game. Somebody's wearing a Riders jersey. Like, sports. Yeah, exactly. Sports. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my team, so it, I just they're always everywhere. Yeah. Like, frick, at the NFL game, I saw at least five of them. Of course, like they're they're everywhere. I think that's what pisses me off the most. <laughs> they're everywhere. Well, okay, well, what else do they have going on there? So, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I have some family from Saskatchewan. I don't want to speak too ill. Well, I don't. Fuck them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kinger. Calm down. Not you. Calm not, down. not you guys. Uh, not you at all. Uh, just your. Uh, Whatever, um, uh, but not you. I would never say that about you guys. Uh, don't know your names, but I wouldn't. Um, CFL playoffs. Like, are there any teams that are out? Like, for sure, for sure, other than Toronto, uh, BC, not gonna make it anytime soon, probably. Well, they'd have to win out. So no, nobody's officially eliminated yet. Hmm. Still time left. But BC is three and ten. Toronto's two and ten. Ottawa's three and ten. Remember when we lost to Toronto? I do. Oh god, that was another. That was another, uh, that was another late game. game uh, yeah, collapse wasn't it? Yeah, another one I fell asleep for. I should just stop falling asleep. You fell. Asleep. That was like a six o'clock start game. How the hell did you fall asleep to that? I'm old, man. Shit. Okay, wait. I no, actually, sorry, no. I actually did watch the end of that one because I remember I was yelling at the TV that time. <laughs> no, just the. Just the one against Montreal. Yeah. So, I don't know. The West is just so tight bunched. You can't make a prediction right now. I mean, obviously, Calgary's the favorite with the way the Bombers have played the last six quarters. Yeah. But. Gross. I think that's enough depressing talk. Let's move on to the NFL, please. Oh, let's do it. Um, still depressing for you. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. I welcome you into my home. Yes. And you pulled that crap last uh, week. It is no crap. Okay, so no cap, no crap. Kinger invited me over to his place to watch football. And you know what? We I got to say, as long as we've been friends, that, that was the first time we've done that. 
So a little bit over. NFL. We've little, watched Bomber games. Before. That's right. And Jets games. But a little bit overdue. And lo and behold, we picked a banger of a week. His Falcons versus my Colts. Now, let me share you with some insider folks. As much as Kinger cared about me when Andrew Luck retired, he liked the outlook of the Falcons-Colts games a lot more after Andrew retired. Oh boy! I, you know, I said I wouldn't go on this too, too much, but as he already admitted off mic, if this was in the flip side, he would do it to me. Colts win, Falcons lose. Uh, ha ha, ha ha, end of story. I'll leave it at that. Um, by the way, lovely time at your house, um, uh, seeing everybody there. Um, good setup, too. And uh, I'm a big dog guy, so uh, that big 100-and-whatever-pound lap dog you have. Uh, <laughs> nice nice cutie there. So uh, besides Falcons, Colts, um, any games that either surprised you or stood out? I was really surprised that Miami was hanging around with the Cowboys for a while. But obviously, you're okay. Bo- yeah, they I, ended was, up. I was getting texts from everybody. I was say, wait like. a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I was double dipping on the on your on your stuff there, but uh, I I gotta say they hung around. It was thirty one to six final. Give me a break. Hang yeah, around. I uh, that's yeah. Uh, any games other than that that uh, that stood out to you? That uh, Chiefs Ravens game was a good game, but oh, hi, hi. And uh, we now have our second guest ever. Uh, that would be uh, that would be Abby. Hi, baby. Hello. Welcome to We're Not Saying, We're Just Saying. Glad to be here. Uh, we're happy to have you in your own home. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you for stopping by. Okay, so before we had our uh, special surprise guest there, uh, Kinger, you were mentioning about the Chiefs-Ravens game, which uh, everybody was really excited about when uh, you know it was announced and they saw the Ravens were playing that well. Yeah. They were thinking Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I could get used to that matchup for you know the next decade or so. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, we didn't watch a lot of it because it was the same uh, time as. The yeah, I mean, red zones. Falcons, red zones just a beauty for for all that, for but sure. but yeah, we are definitely zoning in on uh, on mm-hmm. our our game for sure. Um, as far as the late afternoon games go, there wasn't a lot going on. Mike Evans, career day, three touchdowns. Yeah. Like, they still lost. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks losing does not shock anybody. Um, the but Giants, though? Danny, Danny, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, yes. Um, now, do you think he does? Do you think he has an encore like that this weekend? Or do you th- the Redskins, so he certainly got a chance. No Saquon. So... We'll say this. I obviously, as a lot of people did, absolutely roasted that pick uh, when it was made back in uh, back in May. And things I noticed over the weekend. Obviously, Daniel Jones played out of his mind. Two t- or four total touchdowns, two on the ground, um, two in the air, and all of his throws were really nice. At this point, he must have just been like, you know what, fuck everybody. Like, screw all this. Like, I'm just going to do what I do and, you know, uh, like, prepare. Whereas then I see on the Monday nighter, I see, which was a terrible game, of course, because all Monday and Thursday games have been not that great this year. Mm -hmm. Dwayne Haskins is nowhere near Case Keenum at all during the game. And it's like, if you're a rookie quarterback, you need to be hovering on the bench. Like, when he threw those picks, nowhere near Case Keenum. Like, you need to know what's being thought about, what's the thought process, what's going on, what are the reads, why did he make that decision, why shouldn't he have made that decision, Yeah. what did he see. That was questionable, for sure. So, you know what, 
as much as we have our own, you know, analysis and, you know, what we see in college and all these things, we're not there for the pre-draft process. We're not there for the interviews. We only see, you know, what we can see. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I definitely am a big believer in game film is a big, like, is a big part of it. And, of course, Dwayne Haskins shattering record books and everywhere all over the place. But then you also think of the Ohio State offense, the Ohio State receivers. Scary Terry. Yeah, Scary Terry, Paris Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, burners, absolute monsters. And then, you know, Daniel Jones, he went to Duke. Like, nobody goes to Duke to play football. Like, realistically, mm-hmm. you nobody does. So... I mean, teach their own. Congrats to Daniel. I'm happy for him. Don't think he uh, explodes this weekend again. That's right. Exactly. I I mean, I don't wish... Now, I'm not an NFC guy, but you're a Cowboys guy, so I could see that. I don't really wish bad about the Giants. In fact, if it wasn't for the Giants, Tom Brady would have an obscene amount of Super Bowls. So I I actually like them a lot more for that. Uh, But, uh, yeah, nothing really shocked me. Uh, from last weekend, I mean, there was a couple high-scoring games that I was not ready for, like the Steelers-Seahawks game. Like that game was Steelers-Niners. Oh, Steelers-Niners. So the Saints-Seahawks. Oh, thirty-three twenty-seven. Yeah, that game was like really I didn't high. Expect the Saints to win that game in Seattle. How about the highest-paid backup quarterback in the NFL, though, Teddy? Teddy. Teddy two gloves, man. <laughs> Jeez. Again, I dislike the Saints with a passion. Gotta be happy, you know, just some feel good stories. You gotta feel happy for them. So, uh, moving forward, looking at this week, uh, Thursday nighter, um, the Packers with the Seattle Seahawks playbook from the Super Bowl apparently um, cannot believe they did not run the ball. What are you doing? Um, You, by the way, from the I believe they had eight red zone play or eight plays from the ten yard line or less. They threw the ball seven times. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't see the game. I was at uh, I was at a Jets preseason game. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, still fun. I mean, it's hey, fun young guys. yeah, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just saw the highlights and the red. Obviously, the questionable play call. Of the goal. Um, but when you have back, Aaron Rodgers, is it questionable? You got to run the ball at least once. Definitely, they did. That was the one time they did. They ran it once, mm-hmm. and that was it. So, with that being said, like. I don't question the call too, too much. What I question is that when you look at the refs and the, it, like, have you seen any anything about the call? Like the, uh, the call? yeah, like, well, it was actually a non-call. Right. So, and if you do look at it, he was there early and technically in the rule book, it's pass interference, but mm-hmm. no call from New York because it's under two minutes, no turnover. They haven't changed one PI call, by the way, in the NFL yet. They have not overturned it from all the challenges. They brought, they brought that challenge in, man. Eh? I think that the refs might be taking a little bit of a stand and, yeah. and saying, like, nope, like, you know what, they might be able to challenge it. Doesn't mean we have to change it. And yeah. so. Well, it's not the refs' call, isn't it? New York's call to change it? Or I guess. Is it the head refs? No, I guess it is New York's call. Yeah. Okay. So, but hey, they're all on the same team, right? They're not yeah. trying to. Not trying to. Show anybody up or make anybody it, look bad. Exactly. So. Um, but looking forward to looking forward to this week. Um, who uh, are there any games that stand stand out to you? I uh, one that I I love how the primetime games that they have have just been the worst lately. So it's like, oh yeah, the Monday nighter. 
It's the 0-3 Cincinnati Bengals and the 0-3 Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, a Sunday night game. So who's going to win? And it's like, wow, who even cares who's going to win? It's like some team is going to leave and they're going to be they're going to pick up their first win. Well, it's like, congratulations. So they're kind of hoping that they at least be competitive these two teams. Right? You'd like to think so. Yeah, but that no, that I'm, I mean, I'm biased of course, but that Sunday night is going to be a good one. And this oh, Dallas at New Orleans. Oh baby. And I mean, I kind of wish Drew Brees was playing, but yeah, I, mean, I don't. No, I, you definitely don't. No, you definitely don't. No, that's for sure. Um that Browns Ravens game should be good. It should be. But um, ideally, the Browns wouldn't be this bad. Yeah, it may not be a high-scoring game, but Bears-Vikings. Bear, so that's Bears. The Bears well, need to step. The Bears need to step up, and Kirk Cousins needs to step the fuck up. Like, does Kirk Cousins? It's hard to be motivated when you're rich. <laughs> case in point. Um, be charged for robbery, that guy. Uh, Colts play the Raiders this weekend. Uh, I like the Colts odds. Darius Leonard out again. T.Y. Hilton already ruled out. Don't like that. Uh, went out on his touchdown last week and hasn't been back. That sucks. Confirmed by the way, Keanu O'Neill torn Achilles. And you know how I feel about torn Achilles. Man, the worst part about it, the worst absolute like, and you and I were both yelling at the television. They kept panning on him crying mm-hmm. like six separate times. I probably saw him cry for 45 seconds to a minute. Mm-hmm. And that's a guy that just came back from an ACL. Can you just get him off the screen? Yeah. Like, you don't need to see that. can you get him off the, the TV? Yeah. And like, he was in the tunnel almost around the corner, mm-hmm. yards away. Cameron's and they still they, they still him. went back to him one last time. And it's like, dude, we get it. We get it. Like, le- like, Leave and, the guy alone. And honestly, it wasn't like I didn't need... It was just out of respect for him. Mm-hmm. Like, well, again, that's a guy that he missed all of last year for touring ACL. He's an ex-pro bowler. Mm. Key component of the fall season. I mean, that's peanuts compared to his, his career. Yeah. And I'm not talking selfish because he's on my favorite team, but as a person, it's going to suck. That's good, definitely. And, you know, like, do you know if the ACL and the Achilles, same leg, different leg? I'm not too sure. I can't recall. I think I think so. Think so I what? That it's the same. Oh god! But I, I can't say that for sure. Could you imagine just completely? Your the leg is, is just your whole leg is rebuilt. Yeah. Does that mean you're better, or does that mean that it's like, oh god? Yeah, ACL to Achilles, man. That's that's that. Some Falcons fans are saying that's it for him. Like, how do you bounce back from that? But Teddy Bridgewater is showing you how you can bounce back yeah. right now. So. Yeah. Um, only latest injury that I haven't seen bounce back was Zach Miller or a- Alex Smith. Remember when Zach, the Zach Miller, Alex the t- Smith had the Joe, uh, Joe Feisman injury, didn't he? Yeah, and almost got his leg amputated. Yeah, and, and Zach so Miller, he almost died. Yeah, and Zach yeah. Miller, same shit. Yeah. So he just played tight end and got his leg bent in an insane way. Yeah. So did you? I don't know if you remember hearing this. The the day Alex Smith broke his leg was the exact, exact same day. day. Twenty years, yeah. years after Joe Feisman. Yeah. Yep. How spooky is that? To the day. That's, That's messed up. Very scary. Yeah. Very scary. Also on the Redskins. That's what I mean. Like, right. And it's like, ay, ay, ay. So same day, same franchise, same position, yeah. like same injury. Yeah. And, yeah, no, that's uh, that's nuts. Um, oh, speaking of Joe Theismann, uh, there's this um, like this contest, at uh, not at work, but just... 
It was in the the commute. We'll call it the football community. And a guy won a kid won a Joe Theismann autographed jersey, mm-hmm. and he had no idea who. It was. <laughs> he was way too young for him. I was like, he's like, who is this? I was like, oh no, you don't know, do you? That's not good. That's going on. That's going on eBay. (laughs) So, uh, good for the kid for making some money, I guess. Um, That's it for NFL. Any fantasy thoughts? I don't really have much. Huh. I mean, I hate it right now. That's my thought. Um, In what? So, in my leagues that I'm in, uh, one, I am the uh, highest points for, highest points against, and one in three. uh, Or sorry, one in two. Uh, most likely could be one and three this week because that's just the way she goes. Um, I actually think for my three teams that matter, I am one and two on all three of them. Uh, very impressive. Uh, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, depends who you ask if you know you use the word impressive. Um, why don't you uh, talk about your feel-good story from uh, last week in fantasy? Hey, had old Monday Miracle. Uh, Monday, Monday Night Miracle. I was down. Oh, I'll have to wait for this damn thing to load so it's so Slow. You were down by a bunch when I left. It was 123.1 to, uh, well, it was like 89 or 90. It was like 90 or something yeah. like that. Well, no, I had the Bears defense. They got me 21 points. I won 124.84 to 123.1. Best part about it, guy was playing, buddy Jacob, huge Bears fan. Huge, huge Bears. It's just extra sweet. Oh. Texting during the game, he's like, what, "What do I cheer for? <laughs> yeah. What do I do? I hate you, Kinger. I hate you." <laughs> so that that was pretty sweet. I mean, again, Monday miracle. Monday night, and you know what's funny? That's how too I went. Too bad it wasn't in Chicago because it could be Monday miracle in the Midway. It's too uh, bad. In my ESPN one, my first like first week, that's how I won was via Monday Night Miracle. Mm-hmm. I needed like, I think I needed like fifty points. And I had Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders go off for like, I think they combined for almost 65, 70. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, let's go. Since then, not so much. Yeah. I've got some little injury scares right now. Yeah. Gurley, I think it's maintenance for Gurley because he didn't practice. Um, well, don't get me started on Todd freaking Gurley and that Rams offense. Like, Jesus. Uh, Mark Andrews, my tight end, he's questionable. But And, of course, my, bat, my other tight end, Greg Kittle's on the George Kittle. I do this every fucking time. Every time. George Kittle is on the bye, and Scary Terry McLaurin is uh, questionable. He pulled up lame with a hamstring on Thursday. No, I just put him in my lineup for TY. No. Yeah, so. This is not good. Not good. We'll see. Well, it looks like i got to go hit up the waiver wire after. after uh, I picked up Scary Terry after week one. I picked him up week two, yeah. but. And he's been good. Yeah. He's been really good, so I'm hoping he sticks around. Those Ohio uh, State receivers there. don't fuck around. Like they they produce so, uh, and I guess maybe uh, some college football next time on uh, we're not saying we're just saying. Yeah, but I should watch it a bit this morning, believe it or not. I, I do believe you because it's exciting and it's tough <laughs> to not watch it. It's, it's tough when you don't know what the hell is going on. But nobody who is kn- this person. Well, that's the thing is th- that's how you find out who these people are. I am impressed with this uh, Wisconsin running back. Oh, Jonathan Taylor! Yeah. Holy. F- I've- He's been watching highlights. I've seen him. Every he's seen every single highlight. All he is, he's just running. He could. He definitely is in the Heisman race for sure. Mm Jalen Hurts. He transferred from Alabama, right? Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then Justin Fields from Ohio State. Um. Oh, you will. You will. (laughs) Quarterback. Yeah. Ohio State. Really. Yeah, man. Like no. Are they in the Big Twelve? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no, he's uh 
He's a he's a baller, man. Uh, well, Justin Herbert from Oregon, head. but Oregon always shits the bed. Um, they always find a way to lose. Uh, Seven thousand jersey combinations, zero national championships. So they haven't uh, won a national championship. Really? Nope, never. Oh, it kills me. That surprises me. As a person that cheers avidly for them, it kills me. So hmm. what you gonna do? And they lost. They missed out on the number one prospect for next year. He, his brother plays for them, like for the Ducks, mm-hmm. and he picked Clemson over them. It was one and two, and I was like, oh, of course, you're going to go to Clemson. Why wouldn't you? Well, they're next to Alabama. They're the, they're the school right now. Technically, I would even say they're the new Alabama because like, people are going there over Bama now. It's crazy to think It's crazy to think that people are either going to Alabama, which is a state, or they're going to North Carolina. And it's like, which one? They just don't seem like football powerhouses to me. I don't live in America. What do I know? I just know North Carolina is a basketball state. Uh, Alabama is a. Uh, it's got. Clemson's a, in Georgia, isn't it? No. North. Oh, Carolina. you're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. My mistake. No. Nope. I was thinking of Vanderbilt. Oh, they're in Tennessee. I don't know who I was thinking of. This, this is why we don't talk about college football very often. <laughs> uh, there is a lot of teams. I'll give you that. <laughs> I will give you that. Um, so before we sign off, as we uh, typically do. Um, this has been episode number 11 of We're Not Saying, We're Just Saying. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at wnswjs.podcast. You can find myself at xjordinary91. You can find my partner here at underscore underscore Ian King. Um, again, we've been on back on schedule. Got our bi-weekly schedule back. Uh, next episode will be out uh, about uh, 12 days from now. Um, and uh, we hope you have a good rest of your weekend. We thank you so much for tuning back and listening. Go Jets, go. Go Jets, go.